Welcome to Between X and Z, a dad and his daughter's podcast. I'm Roger, I'm the dad, and I represent Gen X. And I'm Tori. I'm the daughter, and I'm representing Generation Z. Over here at Between X and Z Podcast, we're a one-take, no-edits podcast discussing all range of topics from religion to what's trending on Twitter. Those conversations you wish you could have with your dad, Roger and I will have them for you, and we're putting them on the internet. Settle back and grab a snack and enjoy this episode of Between X and Z. Yo, 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 what is good, people? Welcome back to another episode of Between X and Z Podcast. My name is Tori Podcast. Wow, this is growing really good already. My name is Tori. I'm the daughter and the Gen Z representative. And who do I have with me today? None other than my fearless co-host. Hello, hello, hello. Introduce yourself. Who are you? I'm Roger. I represent Gen X, and I'm the dad. And this is our The Big Show number 10. Ooh. Yeah. We, we're doing our first big show at episode 10. Can you believe that? It's so good. It's going well, to be guys, awesome. I am just so excited today because we have lots of friends with us in the recording booth today. Friends, say hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, that was so delayed and amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, we are doing a round table discussion today. Even though there's no round table, so we're going to have to fix that the next time. I don't know why we actually we call them round tables, but... We're doing a roundtable. Yeah, no, di- it works. Yeah, we're doing a roundtable discussion today about college, and so we're going to be introducing everyone. Yeah, we have a whole lot of guests with us. We this do. Week. We're going to be exciting. introducing them in a second. But first, Dad, we have things that we need to talk about. <sighs> well, how's your week been? Well, Dad, I actually don't remember. Oh my gosh, I remember. It was my birthday. I probably just blew out our levels with my excitement. You did, I'm officially but it's all right. Twenty. Holla, holla! Very excited about this development. Um. Yes. yes. It's not so, it's fun and great for you, but not so for me. That means you're getting older. You were my last child that was That's a teenager. Right. I am. All my kids are in their 20s now. I'm so old. You are. This is correct. Oh, this is crazy. Yes, I know. That is very strange. No, you don't have to agree so quick that, with me I mean, now and just true. write me what off as old already. I mean, I don't, come I'm on. I'm not supposed to lie. You raised Why me you, well. This is not good podcast etiquette I'm, to be talking over I'm, me all the time. Listen, I'm just, you asked for it, so I had to deliver it. All right. Okay, anyway. so I changed. So, okay, we need to record my soundbite for Tea Time with Tori. This is like our fourth episode where we said we're going to do that, so we need to do that later. But that's a perfect segue. I have a super se- secret project in the works for that. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. No, really? I don't. I'm just messing You're, with you. That's so rude. Okay. So, <laughs> segueing, now that we've, you know, chit-chatted, into a very important discussion of Tea Time with Tori. Yes. Actually, and, I forgot what my Tea Time was. And so what you is, go first. And what is Tea Time with Tori? So, Tea Time with Tori is a time where I update everyone on my current obsession. So... I had one, and then I decided it probably wasn't an okay thing to put on the internet, but I don't remember what my other more appropriate <laughs> one was. This is podcast gold this right is. here, folks. So, oh, wait, crap, what was it? I literally oh. upstairs when I was- So we get into Roger's rant of the week then? Yeah, how about we go th- with Roger's rage first, and then I'll No, I don't probably... like the title Roger's well, rage. I sound like an a, a angry person. Well, it's my rant. That rant. Make, that also makes you sound like an angry person. Well, that's true. That's... Is it better to, for, to be, what do you think, rage or rant? I don't like rage. I don't like that. I'd rather rant. Rant is temporary. Zach is immediately giving you an O. Is it rant? See, okay, Zach Roger's agrees rant. with me already. The motion has passed. Roger's yes. rant. Give it to us, Raj. Okay. So my rant for this week is driving. Oh, my gosh. I never have any problems when I'm in the car by myself. That is so false. But I can, all... I bl- no, no, no. First but of all, all, hold on, hold on. Ten Commandments. <sighs> send a lie. I've seen you on the road when I've been in a car next to you. That's... We'll, we'll be revisiting right. this. Did you just not hear the beginning of I my know. rant to begin with? No. I never have any issues when it's just me in the car. Nobody. I, I find places to park, and they're okay. Mm. I find I find ways to get to where I'm going, and nobody argues with me. Mm. But one of my family members gets in the car, <laughs> and they question every single time. Why did you turn here? Why, why are you going here? Well, you know, the other way's longer. The other way's faster. Why are you parking over here? You, over there's a parking spot. H- how do I even? How do I even? Well, okay, Lena, what? I feel you. I'm every one of my family members' backseat drives. When See, I'm driving. and I'm also an amazing driver. Yes, everybody knows. Yes, <laughs> that's the whole point. Is I'm a good driver. I know have no issues when nobody else is in the car. Becca looks like she was about to say something. 
I was just going to disagree with Lena that she's a good driver, but that's... <laughs> um, using the curb to straighten out your parking? 10 out of 10. <laughs> that's it's right. It's the way that Gen Z likes to drive. Oh, my so, gosh. I know what my tea time with Tori is. See, I, I got my rant out. Now she's remembered. See, thank you. That was literally the Holy Spirit. Okay. okay. Go ahead, T. I want to talk about golf. And golf? why it should be banned. Oh, my gosh. This is my current obsession right now. Okay, let's hear it. Guys, golf is bad. Golf is hard, and golf is mean, and I don't like it. I just spent an afternoon at Top Golf, and I was in last place, like, all the time, and it sucked, and I didn't like it, and I don't like golf. Passing <laughs> it over to Lena now. You're so correct, but I think I'll allow golf if it's my male suitor who's golfing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you propose a fair point. Swinging it over to Becca. We haven't even introduced him, and they're already grabbing for the <laughs> mic. I'm telling you. We got opinions. That's all I got for you. Um, no, Lena's absolutely right. Now, I personally hate golf, would never Thank golf, you. but I would totally date a guy who golfed. And I would find Why? attractive. I don't know. I just, normally they have money if they golf, so. That's so true. He needs to buy me a cute outfit for the event, though. Okay. Or I'm not going. That's actually factual. I believe in driving the golf cart, even though I've never done that. I've always wanted to. So, golf would be okay with that. I mean, I just, I'm not very good at it, and um, Zach can attest to it, because Zach was there. Zach's my brother. I think Are you getting to the point where why it should be banned? Okay, it should be banned because I'm bad at it, and I don't like things that I'm bad at. So, that's why it should be banned. <laughs> okay. Probably get rid of driving then. Okay, well, now we're officially moving on to our next segment. Hey, now that my you're the one who like, your whole posse okay, on Dad, the podcast. You're going to have to deal with it now. I'm this decision, which is a perfect segue into what we're talking about. Y'all, you do not understand how excited I am for this episode. Dad and I have been workshopping it since last night. So that truly shows the amount of preparation that's gone into this episode. But we've oh, actually, yeah. we've been talking about doing this episode in a variety of forms for a bit. And if you can't see by today's title, we are doing a roundtable discussion with Gen Z on college and university. And I'm immediately getting thumbs down from the booth. So that should just automatically tell you our thoughts on it. But kind of that snapshot period of 18 to 22, 23, we're going to be talking about the college right. years. And so we've got a variety of people with us joining us in the booth today. So obviously, you know, Roger and myself, but I'm actually going to just start introing everyone. We're going to introduce everyone and then we're going to get it rolling. So first up with me, I felt like I should have had really cool intros for everyone. And now I'm like feeling really forced creativity on the spot. I don't really have a cool one for you, Abercrombie. I'm really sorry. Well, I'm glad you started with the best first. I know. So. Okay. You know what? They're probably going to re rebuke you for that when they get to them. But first up, our only other male guest today, I have my brother, Zach. Hello, everybody. I'm holding down the fort here with dad. So yes, it's, it's us are, against the girls today. It truly is. So, Zach, I, tell everyone what is your major So, just in to school? paint a visual picture, oh me and God, Zach so are on the, we're on the engineering side of the glass. I'm literally sweating so But much all the talent booth. is in the it's, booth. I'm literally so hot. It's disgusting. I am sitting right next to you, you know. That's so true. Okay, Zach, you are the talent. So, Zach, what is your major in school? Um, currently, I am an English major. So fun. Do you enjoy being an English major? It means I'm professionally broke, so yes. That's super awesome for you. Okay, what type of school do you go to? Do you go to a public or private school? But he might write a great novel and we all become rich. Oh, Zach's, are, Zach's our long con, truly. I'm, I'm, our, I'm our quick rich scheme and Zach's our long-term investment in the family. Zach, what kind, of, what kind of school did you go to? Yes, circling right back around. Uh, great job. Um, so I'm I went really to a out-of-state, I, I recently transferred, so I went to an out-of-state private school. And Transfer now, club! Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I went to an out-of-state uh, private school, now I'm going to an online in-state <laughs> private school. So Awesome. And what is your graduation status? Um, not graduated currently. Thanks for rubbing that one in. You're welcome. Um, I am a fourth-year <laughs> senior, so a I should be graduating. Would you really? Um, I should I'm be graduating uh, sometime next spring. I'm trying to convince Zach to wait a semester so we can graduate together simply so it's more easier on our Hard parents. Hard no. But somebody's being Hard selfish no. over there and he wants to graduate a semester before no. me. I know. Actually, I don't even blame you. I want to get out of the institution quickly, too. All right. Thank you, Zach. We'll probably be swinging back to you later. I'm going to be starting to my far right. Oh, my gosh. Can we just take two seconds to applaud the fact that I just got my right and my left correct? That's a really thank you, ladies. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I have waited for this day for so long where people applaud me when I ask for applause. <laughs> 
There was no right and left finger either. It was perfect the I first know, time. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know. Okay, swinging over all the way over to here, I have got. Who do I have with me on my far right? This is Becca. Hi, Becca. Becca, what what is your major? My major was political science. Becca is flexing that she has graduated, and we all are jealous of her. Becca, I really hard for that degree, so you did work very hard. What type of school did you go to? I went to a very large private out of state school. And Becca, when did you graduate? Uh, a month and like ten days ago. Oh my gosh! So she's a she's fresh fresh into the adult world over here. Thank you. I think you actually answered all my questions on the first try, so that was really good. Okay, my other friend that I have on my right, who do I have with me? This is Harley right here. Oh, I, lo- I love them all. I'm so happy right now. The serotonin through the roof, guys. Okay, Harley, what is your major? I am a psychology major with a music minor. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I have been friends with Harley for over six years. I've actually been friends with all the girls here since like middle school and high school and obviously you know zach i've been friends with since you know the birth the birth of my life but yeah anyway so i just learned that harley has a music minor and she is going to be i'm spoiling it she's going to be a senior this year do you know how terrible of a friend that makes me that makes me such a bad friend so harley i'm just i would like to publicly apologize i'm so sorry it's okay tori i wouldn't say as a bad friend but just growing and listening you know I think I just got destroyed there. You know, that's actually very true. Did you answer all my questions? Did I get sidetracked? No, I didn't. You didn't answer. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Harley, what type of school did you go to? I go to a in-state liberal arts uh, small private college. And Harley, I already said it, but what's your graduation status? I am a senior and I graduate in May of 2023. Harley, we would all like to be you. That sounds amazing. Okay, last but certainly not least, I'm all, oh my gosh, I literally can't do this. I'm so sorry. It's probably my oldest friend that I have in my life. I've known her since I was 12 years old. Okay, Zach, literally you don't count. I was like born into the family. We were automatic friends. I chose her. I've been friends with all these people for a really long time. Who are you? Name yourself. I'm Lena. Hi, Lena. <laughs> Lena, what is your major? I'm a fashion design major. And Lena, what type of school do you go to? I go to a big public school in state. In state. And what's your graduation status? I'm a junior and projected graduation is 2025 if we're lucky. If we're lucky. And I love that sis have said projected because, whoosh. (laughs) Yep, I felt that. Okay, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm going to kind of give a quick snapshot of my college journey. Dad's going to talk about his. And then we're just going to jump into it. Dad, you look already bored. Are you bored over there? Sorry. No, this is riveting. I'm really enjoying this. Thank you this. so much. Okay. Yes. Do you want to go first, actually, now that you have the mic? How about you give us a little snapshot of your college journey? I thought I did already. Nope. You did that in the pre-record. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. We've done so many recordings. I, I don't guys. know. I, uh, on the 24-year plan, I <laughs> uh, started at, at our largest in-state public uh, university. Actually, I went to a regional branch of that university the first year. Yep. Um, the second year I went to the main campus and left then all over the course of a few years later, went to a community college to get going again and then transferred back to that, uh, large state university, uh, and then just had to quit and had started having children and had whoop, no whoop. money and was I broke. From that. Oh, that and sucks. all these years later, like 23 years from the start, I went back and uh, finished, got my Bachelor of Arts in Psychology and a minor in uh, Biblical Studies. And yeah. I didn't know so. you had a Biblical Studies. What is with people getting minors that I don't know about? <laughs> Zach, do you have a minor? Okay, Zach. And I am actually going back to school in the fall. So Wait, did you officially decide that? Is this yeah. breaking news on the podcast? Uh, well, it wasn't to me, but yeah, I am going to go back to school in the fall for my Harley master's. I'm out the fact that yeah. I probably... Okay, Zach's got wide eyes over there. You did not tell us that, so that's okay, really breaking awesome. news on the podcast. Breaking news on the podcast. What are you studying in your master's? I'm going to get my master's in uh, theology. Yeah. Oh, so does that make you an MDiv? Is that right? I, I don't know. MTH or something. Or wow, that's super official. Something, I so don't know. that's doing really well he's going he's choosing to go back to school which is a stark difference from the rest of us which i'm sure we'll get into (laughs) yeah i even though mine took so long i think my college experience i don't know has been was pretty good Mm, that must be really nice dad (laughs) so i guess i can talk about mine real quick before we jump into jump into everything so i 
have gone to three different universities in the span of two years. So I did a private, small, out-of-state college in the Great Plains. Then I came back to where I'm from and did a the largest, second largest university in the country. I went there and for a little bit. Zach's just mad at me because I feel like I accidentally gave away some personal information about where I live, but oh well. Anyways, honestly, most people who listen to this podcast know where I live. Okay, it's okay. So then I did that. I went to like a really, really, really large public university, and then I was like, mm, that's not the move. And then I transferred again to the same school that Zach is at now, which I was at first. Well, actually, Dad was at first because Dad graduated from there. So <laughs> I was there second, and that is a small private in-state online school that I'm doing. So I feel like I've done it all. I've done the private, I've done the public, in-state, out-of-state, and now online. So I've truly done all of the different combinations and options. So, yeah, I feel like we've got a variety of perspectives and opinions, um, different generations. And so and so on this podcast today, what are we going to talk about? Do you have questions I for us? I do have questions. So it's going to okay. be a pretty open format. I've kind of got some guiding questions if we need prompted. But with the amount of opinions that we have recording right now, I don't think we're going to need those. But I'm just going to kind of start out on a general one of what has your college experience been like? And anybody who ever wants to – okay, everyone's going to be laughing because – they, yeah, mm-hmm. they've got lots of things to say about it. So who wants to go first? Looks like Zach is. And then I'm going to swing it over to Becca afterwards. But Zach, what was your college? What? I know you're still in your college experience, but what has it been like so far? Sure. I have had kind of the, the full spectrum, I will say, of, of the college experience. I went to a small private school out of state. Um, I lived on campus and I was there for... Um, not I, I so I, I I attended there for three three and a half years and I don't think I ever had a full semester where I was actually on campus the whole semester like the full sixteen weeks yes the the, the oh entire my semester gosh. so yeah, my, my freshman true. year my first semester we had a hurricane and you um, had to evacuate and we had to like evacuate the campus for two and a half weeks and then my second semester of my freshman year we had COVID and then um, sophomore like year, year was basically all COVID and then junior year the first semester I was on campus for some of it and then we went online again and then I left and you transferred so yeah and then I transferred so I I, I went to a school for almost three years and never had a full semester at that school. So if you had to rate your college experience thus far on a scale, I'm going to ask this of everyone, zero to 10, what would you rate it? Um, so like I could be flippant and say like a zero, but I'm not going to do that because like there were some genuinely great things. You made some, you just attended a wedding with friends that you met at the university. So it wasn't all horrific. Yes. Just here in the past month, I I attended a wedding of some college friends and it was fantastic. Yes. I did make friends. Oh my gosh. Um, We have to talk about your roommate freshman semester. Oh my gosh. That was also an experience. uh, Yeah. So there there was absolutely some great things about college and and I I enjoyed a lot of the process. Mm -hmm. However, as a whole, so my thing, I love learning. I've always loved learning. Yeah, learning had always been, been a, a huge passion of mine, especially reading, anything like that. I just yeah. love consuming. And you're consuming. an English major, yes. so you like that process. Love information. But something about college and the way that it was structured just did not buy, like didn't work with me. Retweet. So, Those are um, my theater snaps. I, I, would, I would rate it maybe like a three or a four. Um, oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. Cute. Uh, again, there were things that I loved about it that stopped it from being like a one or a two. But overall, yeah. um, just not a personal favorite experience we'll say i want to circle back to the learning aspect because i feel like it'd be really interesting to hear everyone's perspective on did college make you because i feel like all of us can maybe maybe through a show of nods would you say that you liked learning pre-college i feel like everyone did for not necessarily school but did you like learning information and how many is that for those I think who that's, can't that's everyone everyone who, in the who can't read the pre-nods on the podcast that's actually so true who's not physically here <laughs> with us today yeah so that was all six of us and how would you say now post either in college almost at the end of it or out of college do you like learning okay so two of them says yes three okay you guys all wow okay so i'm the only one who does not like learning now so i figured that was gonna go a lot more in my favor awesome okay so zach would say maybe a three and a half or a four okay i'm swinging it over to becca becca so on like a scale of i'll start by summarizing it first then i'll drop my scale of one to ten so i graduated high school in 2019 and then started my freshman year of college obviously that fall um the first fall was really good. I really enjoyed it. I wasn't thinking too hard about my major at that point. So I like really enjoyed the college experience. Um, I went to a really big university. So like socially, I didn't do too hot because I'm kind of an introvert and like a socially awkward, you know, that kind of vibe. Um, so it was kind of overwhelming. So like the first semester was all right. And then I moved in the second semester and just kind of when I started like getting comfortable and like started enjoying it, um, COVID happened Ooh. and we all got sent home. Yeah. And so... That, like, I feel like for all of us, because all of us graduated in either 2019 or 2020, so I feel like that's all going to come into play in our stories, but, like, yeah. 
that like I feel like affected my college experience so much because it kind of jarred out that last like eight weeks of like finalizing your freshman year like making friends like every because I was kind of at that point where I started like making good friendships and getting kind of there socially and then we all got sent home and we stopped talking to each other because we all weren't like close enough for that yet Mm -hmm. so it was this really weird kind of like end to my freshman year and then going back sophomore year obviously it's COVID we were in person but everyone was in masks there was all social distancing you were constantly getting quarantined every two weeks like And between that point, I was barely in my classes because half my classes were online. And the ones in person, like, you couldn't really talk to your professor because you were all in Teams meetings, that sort of thing. Um, So my sophomore year of college by far was my least favorite year of college. Um, And at that point, I kind of made the decision, okay, I'm graduating three years, not four. I'm not doing this for four years. Um, And so this past year was my senior year, even though it was technically supposed to be my junior, um, because I was so done with it all. and this past year was definitely, like, the best year of college um, because we fully went, like, normal. Um, COVID really wasn't a thing. I mean, it was, but we kind of stayed isolated within our campus while we were still dealing with COVID. It just looked differently. Um, but at the same time, well, I kind of started to get back socially into stuff. I literally hated my academics. Like, I hated going to class. I went fully online for all my classes. I had one in-person class. And it was just genuinely, like the worst um academically so is just getting through it to the point where I graduated it's like while I say like my entire college experience I genuinely enjoyed I really liked my university for the most part um so like the actual like experience of college I'd give like an eight maybe even a like if we're just basing off this year like a nine Mm -hmm. but like academically totally like a two or a one like it was awful Interesting. I've totally forgot that you graduated in three years, too. So you were somebody that maybe enjoyed the social aspects of college, but really didn't like the major that you chose. Would you say that was correct? Yeah, would definitely say that. It just, it's hard because, like, I'm not even, like, I say that as someone who's, like, not a social butterfly, like, completely introverted, like, I'm very bad at talking to people. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that my favorite part of memories of college would be my social part. I always thought it would be the academic. And then I came away hating the academic. It was really interesting. That's so fascinating. And you were pretty involved, too. You were what, so you were, like, involved in, like, hall leadership and stuff like that. So you, so that's just so fascinating, too. So you kind of, that's, like, I feel like that's an interesting thing to know about your perspective. Uh, Anybody else want to rate their college experience thus far? I'm going to maybe swing it over to Harley. Yeah, so I'll do the same thing Becca did, which is go through it. So same with Becca, graduated in 2019, and then went to college push push the mic closer to her to her perfect we're gonna stop and edit this one probably so i'm gonna do the same thing becca did which is just go through the whole spiel of what my college experience has been thus far so like becca i graduated in 2019 and then proceeded to start my freshman year fall of 2019 which i really enjoyed i was really nervous about the social aspect I definitely would describe myself as an introvert, was involved in so much throughout high school, like all of us were. So having that fresh start was kind of worrisome, but I really enjoyed it a lot. And then the second semester was definitely rough, but I was really enjoying it. But then I got sick with the flu. I have no idea. And then two weeks later, COVID like shut everything down and then we're sent home. Classes online, it was really stressful. But freshman year, one thing I noticed is I... love the academics at my university like I said I'm a psychology major I got a scholarship my freshman year to do psych research which has really helped me Harley's a boss babe oh thanks (laughs) thanks guys thank you so Harley I was salutatorian of our graduating class for she's real smart Jeez, this is man this is like real life this is I play things we just do this all the time we just compliment each other yes it's very lovely it's so lovely but uh sophomore year my university we went back in person but I had my classes mainly online and the first semester was fine I think I would describe my college experience as the year of 2021 was definitely my the worst Mm -hmm. for me so like spring of my sophomore year and fall semester of my junior year were absolutely awful Mm -hmm. mental health wise uh changing of social circles and then this past semester was definitely very different because through my university I got to study abroad in Germany with my university which was such an amazing experience I was there from mid-January until very end of April so overall 
absolutely have loved, I think, academics and the different opportunities to the university. Social aspect, it's been okay. But mm-hmm. I think academics, like a nine, social aspect, maybe like a five. So almost the inverse of what Becca said. That's super interesting. And you mentioned that you study abroad, right? That's so f- awesome. Harley's the only one out of our crew to do that thus far. I'm passing it over to Lena, and I feel like she's probably going to talk about it a little bit, but Lena's also looking at studying abroad. But Lena, r- rip it to us. Give it to us. What has your college experience been like thus far? Rate it for us. Kind of give us a quick snapshot. And then I've got out of some common themes I've noticed, I want to talk about some stuff. Okay, so realistically, I'm more at a halfway point in my college experience because I'm going to be graduating later. So that's still evolving. I actually don't know how I'm going to come away from all of this. But um, overall, it hasn't been great. This squeaky voice has come out. (laughs) I was thinking about how I'd answer this question. Everything... I'd say that's good about my college experience has been from external things. And when I say that, I mean, like, anything that's been good has been through just the support of the people already in my life, Mm. which I'm really lucky to have. But as far as, you know, separate from that, the experience itself hasn't been that great. When you say external things, do you mean things that have happened while you've been in school, but things that weren't related to the school? Is that what you mean? Yeah, kind of that. But I also mean, like... Having having you guys and my parents and some other really close friends as a support system have made it all easier and more manageable. But separate from that, it hasn't been the greatest. It hasn't been the greatest. Mm -hmm. I definitely I think for now, at least (laughs) probably give it like a four. Mm -hmm. I think. I mean, it could be worse. (laughs) I like I want to be like I know I want to be like it's a two. It's a solid two. But realistically, it's definitely more of a five. And I still have time. I try and tell myself that because I'm not having fun. Um, I think we all like to think that we're literally 80 on the inside and we're all like in our early 20s. And we're like, you know, you know what I mean? So Lena's like, we all do a lot of, unless you're Becca, rest in peace, Becca, sorry. Unless you're Becca, your college experience can still get better. Another thing to mention is my freshman year was start of the pandemic. So. Um, that's just especially fun. <laughs> horrific is what she means. Yeah, I do mean horrific because <laughs> it's the worst way to start off college. Everything was just completely out of everyone's expectations, yeah. I'd say. So I didn't know what to do. No one else knew what to do. And when the you're already, and like, yeah. I feel like you're already not prepared, or at least I felt like I wasn't prepared yeah. to leave all my friendships and my family and my hometown and have to completely rebuild. I feel like nobody can fully prepare you for that. Oh my gosh, we've got lots of waving hands, which is actually a perfect segue into, I think, a thing that we talk a lot about of what are some misconceptions or misunderstandings you have about college or what shocked you about college going into it? Because I think if you're, since you were talking, you can kind of go into that because I think the misconceptions of, I think I almost compartmentalized it in my brain of this was my chapter in my hometown and now I'm in a new place and you know what I mean? Is dad not, do you want to speak dad? Are you nodding your head? Zach was pointing at you. So I've got lots of hands. My, my only thing was, uh, so we've had all the youngins speaking so far about Oh, no, I'm going to get to dad. And, and I was just curious because I, I want to pick his brain about how different truly was it for him. No, oh, we're definitely getting to that. I kind of want to get a lay of the land first and then I want to do a dialogue with dad from the Gen X perspective. I'm just trying to establish some stuff. I'm trying to establish the plot right now zach thank you <laughs> yeah but what what would you say are some misconceptions I'm actually gonna swing it over to becca here but what are some mis? i literally feel like a radio host right now like narrating who i'm giving it to i'm literally living i think maybe that should have been my tea time i think i literally should change majors for the now seventh time no exaggeration there maybe i'll talk about that how many times i've changed my major anyway sorry i'm literally off topic becca tell us about misconceptions or things that you were shocked by and things like that Okay, so the biggest misconception I think I was told going into college was your home. T- no, I went out of state, so yeah. that definitely qualifies into my discussion on this. But going out of state, I kind of felt like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving. I'm cutting off everything. Like yes. Columbus is no longer. Sorry, I just fully dished out where I live. <laughs> sorry, not just it on. The Midwest state I live in. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
I did that. I went to school in Virginia, so it's just about like eight hours away. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, it's air- like I am going to leave. I'm never. I remember we all hung out like the day before I left, and thinking we were so dramatic. Let me just. We were like, we're never gonna see each other again. It was so. It was so sad. We were like, there's no need to be like that, Tori. Yeah, it was like really dramatic. And then I remember like leaving that day. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'll never see any of those girls again. Like, <laughs> they were nice to have my life while I had you. And I'm sitting in a recording booth with you four years later. Like, what did I do wrong? We're <laughs> like, what did you do right? All of these ladies are in my wedding. So if they thought they were getting rid of me or any of us, it's not happening. Yeah, for real. But, um, and like I went to college and obviously that first eight weeks, you're like super good off. And then like, Maybe it was because I got sent home during the pandemic mm-hmm. and, like, I ended up living, like, essentially, like, a whole, like, an absurd amount of time my freshman year at home. Yeah. Maybe that's why I never felt like I fully got truly cut off from it. But it was, like, you're not, compl- like, while you get to go to a new place, especially out of state, like, you're in a completely new place. You get to kind of reinvent yourself. Um, but at the same time, you come to appreciate so much of what you left behind, kind of start romanticizing. Yeah. Um, obviously, I moved back to the great Midwest state I'm from <laughs> after graduation. Um which I literally swore I would never come back when I graduated. So, like, that misconception is the biggest thing of, like, your hometown no longer matters. Like, your past doesn't matter. Like, no, like, your past is really a big part of who you are. And the best thing you can do is, like, bring that forward with you into college versus being, like, it doesn't exist because it does. That's so true. Lena, it looks like you had some stuff you were going to say. And then I think I'm going to maybe pop it over to Zach. It looks like he had some stuff. I'm so happy you said that because there was nothing in my brain. But I did have <laughs> so- I do have something to say. Um, oh, I feel like I'm a goldfish in here, just like, they're out there tapping the glass. (laughs) No, they literally are. Okay, I think probably you were asking about misconceptions. uh, Misconceptions or things that shocked you. You mentioned, um, I forget what you mentioned because I'm also a goldfish. It's okay, it's okay. I think I got it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so misconceptions, things that shocked you, things like that. I think a lot of people gave me the expectation that these were going to be some of the best years of my life and that it was going to be the, bo- the booth just erupted that it was going to be really fun and I think that is a misconception I think everyone's experience is going to be so different and college your experience like even though grades and academics work this yeah. way your experience is not necessarily going to be linear like unfortunately you're the one going through it so there's going to be all these different things you just have to deal with throughout that time and you just like if you go in expecting that it has to be the best years of your life and you're gonna have so much fun and everything's gonna be great it's easy to be let down yeah Harley I'm gonna pass it over to her yeah I was gonna say the exact same thing because I feel like all of us had that experience people say college is gonna be the best years of your life it can be for some people People in my year at college, their senior year, have said that these have been some of the best years of their life, and that's so good. I think they're the most, like, shaping years of your life Mm -hmm. because you are away from home. You're in a completely different environment, and you have to figure out yourself away from home in most cases. One thing, too, kind of going off of that is, like, social life and, like, circles. People are like, okay, you are going to be around so many new people, opportunity to make so many new friendships, you're friends for life. You meet so many new people. You're most likely going to give them like a nod when you pass them like walking to class. Ask them how they're doing. Know their major Mm -hmm. and never speak to them again. You'll maybe have a few like really good friends, but like don't make it seem like with college you have to cut off your ties from high school and move on. Like you do not have to do that. Going off of Harley's point about my social pool getting better, um, I was lied to and told my dating pool was going to get better. Um, it did not. So yeah, just, about it. yeah, that's my only one thought. Sorry, guys. Dad is loving this. We the, just broke into the love life category. The pool, the pool is crowded and stinky. It is <laughs> not in a positive way. Alina and I could genuinely just do a whole podcast on dating in college because it's this is what so every they, dad wants to do. So, dad really treats us all like his kids if you're not his biological kids. So this is going to be really fun for dad. So they never show you the true side in movies of college it's boys so and true. what they're like. It's so true. They're stinky. The stinky, nasty. I lucked out so well. I started dating before I went to college and now I married oh, him. So I feel like so I lucked funny. out so well. I'm like, sorry, ladies. Zach, give it to me. What are some misconceptions or things? Sorry, dad's giving me the signal. I got way too excited. Zach, what are some misconceptions or things that have shocked you about your college experience? Um, so I, I would I would definitely kind of tag along with a lot of the things that have been said by um, people so far uh, is that um, 
but but I also want to differ a little bit is that there the social aspect I think is probably the most if not if not the most one of the most important parts mm-hmm. of college um and I was told that going in like oh you're going in not really to like learn anything or whatever yeah. you're going to learn things don't don't hear what I'm not saying but you're not going just for the education you're going for the for the networking opportunities or yes. you're going for the like the the people that you're going to meet on some on some level that is true right on some yeah. level you are right i i like i just like i said at the beginning i just got back from a wedding of friends that i met in college that yeah. is a quote unquote networking opportunity you know but at the same time i don't look at that as a networking opportunity i met people that i that i enjoyed spending time with and hanging out with and we connected really well and from that we formed an organic relationship and friendship however that's that's like I, that is like two people or three people out of like 400, 500 people that I interacted with on a daily basis. People that I saw in classes, professors, yeah. teachers, people at the library, right? Mm-hmm. And and all of those people, yes, they're they're there and they're part of the like school experience or whatever, but such a limited part of the school experience that like you it really is just the one or two people. Rest our dog in the background. So sorry folks. <laughs> Um, this is just a little thing Zach mentioned that I just feel like I have to say because it totally just came to me. Um, I'm really tired of people acting like I need to spend so many years of my life networking, like oh using God. them yes. for quote unquote networking experience. Yes. Like, like, it's just, Absolutely. I don't need to be productive every hour yes. of my life until I'm 40 to be a good person. There almost feels like there's this time clock on on your on your college years and yeah obviously they're limited whether three three to five kind of is our range right now in the booth but lena and zach bring up such such a great point i almost feel like subconsciously it trains you to look at people as opportunities and not as people and not as points of connection and that's so manipulative y'all like as a society like i'm gonna call us all out and i'm calling i'm saying that because i was that person of every professor every event that i went to I was there to capitalize myself and that's so disgusting and like I'm not judging anyone for that because like I said I was that person but Lena and Zach just I'm gonna swing it over here to Becca and Harley but Lena and Zach just bring up so many great points of college the way that it's currently structured with how we need to capitalize on things it treats us to not treat people as humans one more thing before you swing it over um I I also want to say um, we're told going in that these are supposed to be the best years of your life. I have a slightly unique perspective in that I took the last semester off from college. I did not go. I did not attend. I was completely and utterly removed from anything remotely college related. And from that, I was able to reflect and be like, no, yeah, there were some things that at the time I wasn't even calculating in how much I enjoyed. And looking back, like I loved getting to go and hang out with my friends and shoot pool or go and play darts or like go and meet at the library and walk around campus. Like those were great, wonderful things. And I will probably look back on them for the rest of my life as great and wonderful things. However, to be told that there's almost the pressure of if these aren't the best years of your life, you're doing something wrong, you know? So I have a question. This really is interesting. I have a question. So where did you get the message? Was it like me as a generation extra, your parent, oh, yeah. that, oh, that made you think you. this is where you network and this is where you make those connections? Yeah, not to roast you. It's one, I think, part of it's from media and all the crap that we see that in TV and movies. But all of my prof- all of my teachers in high school, parents, friends of parents, guide yes. Guy- oh, my God. Guide the, the, re- the reason I say that is... I have, um, I'm, I'm in a professional field and I belong to a professional networking yeah, group. Okay. So, but I can tell you that you can belong to all the networking. I want to do a whole episode on networking mm-hmm. because I think it's, you guys bring up a great point. Um, all of that has to happen out of relationship. Mm-hmm. It's nothing that you can just make happen. Yeah. You just, just cause you go to college with somebody doesn't mean you're going to have a networking opportunity. But anyway, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll do a whole episode on networking. What were you going to say, Becca? No, actually, on both of those things, I guess. Um, sorry, I don't remember. I'm a goldfish. I had asked who, who kind of put that pressure on you that that has to be your networking years. So, I mean, teachers, like Tori said, it's not going to go. But, like, 
I feel like my high school teachers really kind of put that on there. Um, and part of okay, so I want to add this to the discussion because Tori and I were both some form of like political science majors. <laughs> now, obviously, I haven't been any other type of major. I changed my major like once or twice during college, but it was always some sort of government, some sort of like public service major, um, because I really thought I was going to change the world. I call them my girl boss dreams. Becca and I both had girl boss dreams, and they are now dead. Um, for context, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're dead, but now they're better. I like my dream much better Being now. Um, so yeah. Um, so for context, as someone who just graduated, I now work a job that I did not has nothing to do with my major, um, but I got because of a job I had my senior year of high school. So none of the networking I did during quote unquote college was like not quote unquote. I went to college. I meant networking. Never mind. I screwed that up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So, like, networking for me, like, it, in a government political science world, it's way more intense. It's way over-glorified, yeah. and everyone's really, really fake. Yes. Um, and so I think it does matter in your career field because I think there's certain careers where it's, like, networking is more personal, more relational. Politics, though, it's a mess. Yeah. Um, and so I – that's kind of the reason I started hating my major was because I couldn't even interact or become friends with my classmates because they only wanted to become friends with the people that they knew were going to do well or they knew were going to law school. And if you even answered, hey, what are you doing after college? With a, oh, I'm not sure. They just stopped talking to you yes. because they wanted someone who was going to this law school or that yes. law school or this grad school. And that was the entirety of it. And that's why I kind of hated networking in college. Going off of that, so my university is very big into Greek life, so sororities and fraternities. No hate to it, but it's literally like scary, terrifying (laughs) Greek week of people just hounding you of trying to go to like networking events about joining the sororities. Terrifying for me. The experiences that I've had with networking have been professors and with a person who goes to the church in the city that I'm in, where my Mm -hmm. university is. It happened completely organically. It is the uh, one of the people on the ministry side who went to a university, got her master's in the field that I want to go into, goes to a university that I was interested in and has talked to me about it. And I've got to network with her with that. So someone not at my university, somebody who's just in the city. And I feel like they always say it's going to be with people who maybe went to your university or people who are just in that small area. So I feel like it just makes you like like I don't know make it seem like oh it's only going to happen at your university nowhere else so yeah yeah for sure Lena what do you what do you want to say what do you want to add I don't know if what I'm going to add even matters at this point I just really interesting observation fashion design culture if you're if there's anyone else in fashion design for some reason, <laughs> it's actually very similar to politics in the sense that, like, yeah. people flock to people who s- appear to be very talented and on top of it because they can sense that, oh, if they're going to, like, maybe they can be a networking opportunity. Maybe they can get me in. And it's like... It's almost like if you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Truly. Like, please chill out. I am begging you. I am begging. <laughs> yeah, right. Zach. I'm just going to kind of break break the, the, the mold on that and just say, I think it's just a college thing in general because so many kids come in having been told these yeah. are the best years of your life. You've got a network. And because so of that expectation... We, we become the thing that we are expected to become, you oh, know? So it's 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 that idea of we've been told this and we've been fed this, and because that, we're, we're turning out to be exactly that. And Yeah, but Dad, good. Okay. Take the mic. So, so what should be let's, – let's, let's make this something that we can – our listeners, you know, can really grasp hold of. What should be the message to your generation? What – if you could go back and you could tell yourself, you know, you're a graduate from high school – in your summer before you go off to college, what would you tell yourself now about what should college? What should you do? What should college be about? What should you do? Can we actually do? end on that question? Well, act- mm, I've got one more question I want to add, but I really want to get your perspective on that. But can we end on that question okay. as like almost advice? Yeah, because I think that that's a more hopeful note. That's why I was going to try to start maybe starting to get a conversation sorry. to work. No, it just means that we're in sync, Dad. That that's means right. great minds think alike. But before we get there, I actually do have one more question that I want to ask, and then I want to see if. If dad has anything else he wants to ask before we answer the advice question, this is something I feel like, and everyone does not need to feel like they need to like overshare. Like I feel the need to on the internet, but oh, I will definitely overshare. Don't worry. <laughs> Lena and I both are like, people listen to this. <laughs> We're just like sharing all of our personal information. Um, but this is a conversation that I feel like I've had with everyone individually off mic. And we've had, as I almost said, corporately, sorry guys, I'm in like church mode tonight. Like we've had corporately um, as a group, but what would you say talk to me 
very briefly, briefly being the key word, about your mental health experience in college. Because I feel like I'm going to actually give it to Harley first, one, because she's a psychology major and two, she just knows this really well. Um, but talk to me about your mental health journey in college, because I felt like I was railroaded, run over, hit by a train with my mental health in college. And that was, I feel like, like the silent dark horse that no one spoke about. So Harley, and we can kind of go from there, kind of seeing what everyone thinks. But Harley, talk, maybe talk to me about your mental health journey through college and how you've kind of navigated that. So my mental health at the at least beginning of college, it's went definitely in a roller coaster motion. It's not been to where my mental health has gotten better as college went on or gotten worse. So like my freshman year, uh, obviously before COVID, it was at a decent space. I didn't feel like that as anxious as I was. It was nice being away from home. I had some like missteps, but it was fine. But it was the second half of my sophomore year and beginning of my uh, junior year where I really started to have a lot of issues with anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. with college. And it was kind of something where it didn't happen for a specific reason. There were inside factors with different friend groups, uh, the just anxiety of getting through my academics. I had some really difficult classes and also just a lot of doubt about what I wanted to do. And it was really difficult there. And with college, like, Many universities will have mental health resources on campus, but even when they're there, you still have this, like, worry of, like, should I do this? Like, am I able to do this, like, with therapy? Because, you know, it's always a struggle of whether you need it. What is it saying if you actually get therapy? So it's been definitely a roller coaster. And then last semester, my mental health was a lot better. And then now I'm just navigating my mental health of the summer before I go into my senior year, where that's a whole other thing. So. Your senior thesis, my God, we're uh, gonna we're gonna have a whole prayer team assigned to Harley for writing her senior thesis this year. Um, Lena or Zach, do maybe one of you want to speak to speak to mental health in college? I'm gonna swing it over to Lena first because I'm leaning closer to her, and then Zach, you can go. Okay, so about my college mental health. Yeah. Um. How many people here have? cried in a goodwill parking lot retweet everyone's raising their hand even the little thrift store trip couldn't save the day (laughs) even the little get my special drink not not alcohol but (laughs) not yet anyway but like getting my little coffee and going to the thrift store to get some stuff i don't need even that can't save the day and then you're crying in the goodwill parking lot um just to or walmart target that's so true okay to elaborate um, I think any things you struggled with before you went to college, uh, I think they're going to be magnified when Ooh, you get to college. So, um, if, if you can get some sort of mental health service or intervention in any capacity, take advantage of that and don't feel bad. Um, Yeah. I would say something something that we often talk about in our friend group, and especially Harley, I feel like has really educated me on, is therapy is not crisis intervention. It's actually supposed to be preventative. So I think Lena brings up a great Harley's early plot of me. Thank you, Harley. I see. I do listen when you talk. <laughs> yeah, so therapy is awesome. And I think all of us in the booth here would encourage everyone to be in therapy. I think everyone could use it in some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, so I think Lena brings up a great point of definitely utilize your mental health resources when you can because you'll need them and I think something that and like I said we can everyone can choose to speak to this as much as they want or as little as they want but something I know that we've talked a lot about kind of talking about with mental health resources and you're like you know even when the nice things that you like can't save you is I call it the yo-yo effect of you struggle through the entire year you get there summer hits And because you're just instantly removed out of that situation, you go back home, you convince yourself it's not as bad. And the next year, like, you know, like, oh, like, like Lena said, those issues are like, they're gone now because you're not in that environment anymore. And you go back and they're still there and you go through another year and then summer hits almost like the yo-yo effect. You maybe want to speak to that, Lena, because I feel like we've talked about that a lot of like, how would you, how would you speak to navigating that in college or even maybe being preventative with that? Um... I do think it is the yo-yo effect of, like, it's really, I always say, like, my college, I'm in, like, an abusive relationship with my college. (laughs) It's like Stockholm Syndrome in the sense that, like, I will go the whole year complaining and being bothered and, like, struggling and, I mean, like, just really, really putting myself out there in the sense of, like, in the sense of I'm trying to work really hard. I'm doing a lot. And... Suddenly, once the end of the year comes around, I'll get just a little bit of validation from some of my professors. And I'm like, hmm, 
hmm, maybe I can do this. Maybe this does make me happy. I, it's like brainwashes me because then I think the next year is going to be like, yeah. it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. And it has not been different. So true. But how are we thinking like, how do you deal with that? Yeah, how would you speak to navigating it? Um, definitely. Here's the thing. Nobody ever wants to hear how to navigate it because it's not fun to hear how to navigate it. Or at least for me, it's not fun because I, I seriously do think getting support in the form of like mental health help in some way can Mm -hmm. be so important, or at least if you're someone like me and I'll, I'll be in the middle of the year. And when you're telling yourself, like when you're struggling and you're telling yourself, I don't need that. Um, babes, (laughs) I have news. You need the therapy. You might need the medication as well. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Um, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be a shameful thing. Look into that. Like also like try and do your best to make some time for hobbies and things you enjoy and also get outside. That's so we lame. We need vitamin D. That's so lame. Everyone knows I should be getting outside more. But it, it can be helpful. Just little things to give you a break mentally and emotionally. That's really, really good. Zach, it looks like you're going to add something. Um, so not to get like too deep into it, but that's... The Spill your guts. Mental health kind of was the reason that I took a semester mm, off. Because yeah. I, it got to the point where I was I was not in a, a in a Goodwill parking lot, but I was in a parking lot, and I kind of, I, I, I hit my limit, you know? Yeah. I, I, I reached the point mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I was just spent. Every, yeah. There was nothing left that I had left to give anywhere in college, and I was just out. Does everyone remember where they hit their limit? Does everyone, like, remember the moment they hit their limit? Where was it, ladies? <laughs> it was, um, I believe it was March, like, 24th or something in a Target parking lot senior year and I just cried for like three hours and I went inside pretending like nothing had happened and got a latte. So Becca chose the avoidance method. Mine definitely was uh, junior year in October after being at the library for seven hours in my apartment at midnight crying on my couch. So that was my limit. <laughs> Becca is just, I think Becca's having like war I'm flashbacks. Multiple breakdowns. Sorry, there was another one too, but we won't go into it. Yeah. Just too much. We, got, we got a time limit here. Yeah, Becca's just having like PTSD war flashbacks over here. But yeah, is that continue? Yeah, that's um, so true. But yeah, so so I, I kind of hit that limit and then I was like, so either either like something has to change. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot continue. I'm, I'm beating my head against the same wall and yeah. nothing's changing. Something's got to give somewhere. And so I, I took the semester off and took a step back. And from that, so you always hear we're here to support you we're here Mm -hmm. for you we've got your back we're here to cover you when you finally hit that point and you let the mess out is how i'm gonna put it yeah when because everyone has that mess inside that they kind of hold in and don't want to let out but when you kind of let that mess out and let it get a little bit messy that's when you find out the people who just said we're here for you we're going to support you and the people who are actually going to be here for you and actually going to support you and it's okay to be like yeah we, we were great friends we like i love hanging out with you but like when push comes to shove we were just great friends to hang out with yeah. you know we weren't great friends to do life with and and so i would say kind of almost a positive spin to take on that that the the pressure cooker or the intense pressure that was put on our mental mental health during college was the realization of i figured out kind of who I was you know I always like had this idea of this is who I am and like mentally but like really being tested on who are you who are you actually what values do you hold and then coming out the other side of that of I have a better idea of who I am is it like a perfect picture am I claiming to be some kind of like monk on a hilltop no absolutely not but like Zach is perfect but like coming away from that with the realization of I know a little bit better who I am Mm. I don't know if I'm necessarily smarter from my classes, but I, I've learned something. I, it's not really tangible. I can't put a value to it, mm-hmm. but I've learned something. I've come through it with new tools mentally and emotionally. And maybe that maybe that is learning experience from college, you know? Maybe maybe it's not the well, yes, I'm now an expert in like quantum physics or something, yeah. you know? For some people, hey, that's your thing, go do it. But like for the most part, ninety percent of us, it's what 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 other practical takeaway did I have from this? And maybe that practical takeaway is just, I don't handle this stress very well. And knowing that I don't handle this stress very well, I'm going to actively choose to remove myself from a situation before it gets bad. 
Yeah. As soon as you were saying that, like, my first thought was, I mean, all of us were in college, the emails from admin or from different departments being like, we know this is a very difficult time. And just to let you know, we're all here for you. Here are all the contacts that you can, like, reach out to if you're struggling with this. And it's like, you have not helped me when I needed it. Or especially, I haven't experienced this, but I've heard it from other people who have transferred where you're going to or you're thinking about it and they're like, well, we, we, we let's talk about it. You want to transfer? Let's talk about it. No, let's not talk about it. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, transferring. Whew, I could do a whole podcast episode on transferring because I've done it 8 million times at this point. Okay. Um, going back to kind of the mental health thing, um, I don't want to like be a dead horse with it mental health is really hard in college um but like the biggest like sure I know I would say mental health loosely because like I don't have I've never at my point gone and sought like actual medical help for like mental struggles just because I I, pro- I, mean, I probably should but <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a whole other topic um no but like it's really hard during college and it depends on what I mental health looks differently for you in college depending on like what your stressor is mm-hmm. so like I know for some of us it was academic. Some of us it was like there's different different things that kind of like can factor into it. And sometimes it's like an internal thing and it's not an outward thing. Um, but I remember during college I was in a leadership position and like that completely changed how I dealt with my mental health this past year. Essentially, I was in a position where I was like responsible for like and an example for like 70 college age girls, um, and I quote unquote had all these support systems that were supposed to be helping me, and I reached kind of like a weird like breaking point like in January February where I was so stressed about post-college life um like I wasn't like depressed about my current circumstances I was thinking my life would have no meaning after I graduated which sounds really weird but like genuinely no one taught me about the avenue of life everything in my life had been in four-year segments at that point um so I'm gonna talk about like senior depression here for a second because like it's kind of a different form of mental health um but I remember like January February and part of that was just like seasonal depression but like January February March like it was absolutely awful and it was like hard because you're like going through that and you've done all the stuff because everyone in college is like and you, the way to fix your mental health is like like these are very good things like first off like be exercising it helps yeah. everyone loses that in college I did I used to be really active in high school went to college like literally flat out like awful so like take care of yourself like drink your water like stay up with your work don't do stuff in the last two hours at 10 o'clock when it's due at 11 59 I say as a serial person who did that don't do it um I'm yeah this is speaking from personal experience I turned in so many papers late um, I think I turned in like two on time my entire senior year um but like obviously do those things but like when you get to a point with your mental health where it feels like that's you might get to a point in your mental health where, like it no longer feels like that and that was kind of like my thing was when I hit college and I had that all going on and I was like, I'm doing everything right. So why am I still upset and why do I still not have that? And it, like, it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. And I think that like Zach was saying, but like, that's when you kind of find out your real community is like the people who are kind of standing by you and like surrounding you in that. Cause like, while I had like, quote unquote, like a really great senior year and like have a really great Instagram post and everything else. And, like, I felt like I was having so much fun, but at the same time, it was so incredibly lonely when you get to a spot where none of those people around you anymore because you're not any fun. Yeah, that's so interesting. So I actually, I mean, I could very briefly, I feel like I probably shouldn't be talking about this episode because I, I'm on every episode. But for me, uh, mental health and actual regular health in college like took a real, real dive for me. Of I actually got mold poisoning for my first university. So that was super cute. So I'm not trying to be funny, but literally when you go do your dorm tours, check for mold periodically, ladies and gentlemen, because... It's not cute what's in those dorms, and you'll get really sick like I did. So I had mold poisoning, and so, you know, that just really played a part, and I think my whole collegiate journey of I've, I've dealt with some chronic illness for a while and things like that. Um, but, yeah, so mental health, I think all of it's so important. I love the perspectives, but I actually want to ask Dad, as somebody who's so old and wise, old and wise in a good way, don't roll your eyes at me, but as somebody who... You like, and you told me you're excited to go back to school. You really liked college, and you said that if you could, you love learning in general and things like that. But as somebody who, because I know something, and it's, I don't want to say it's been a point of contention in our relationship, or maybe you, me, and Zach's relationship, but I think you and mom, there's been maybe a bit of a disconnect of you guys just not understanding kind of the college stuff. So I would love to hear from your perspective, from an outside perspective. 
kind of now hearing different different opinions and different things like that of what you would say as somebody who's been removed you've been doing this life this established adult life thing for a while what would be your advice to us as either current students or fresh postgrads to almost kind of kind of give us a, a hopeful perspective give us the fatherly wisdom that we all need right now wow okay um <clears throat> so it, it's interesting does that make sense do you know what i'm asking yeah oh okay. yeah it's interesting because I started college the first time in 1990. Okay, that so that's really long a time long ago. time ago. Not to roast you. And then I graduated in 2016. Okay. Oh my god. So, so yeah. that's a huge span of time mm-hmm. there, right? And uh, universities change have changed a lot. School yeah. higher education has changed a lot over so that strong. time time period. You know, um, and the approach to education has changed. Um, I've always valued education and, and thought it's very, very important. And man, my levels are really high. Let me fix that there. Oh, I had it turned up for Zach, <laughs> podcasting on the fly here. Um, but, but I, in no way could I even speak to what you guys have had to experience in your college years. Yeah. You know, I, I, global pandemic, having to wear masks, um, red lines put on the economic recession. Hello. Red lines put on the floor to separate professors from students to keep your distance apart. So I mean, sad. crazy stuff, right? Crazy stuff. So I could never even. I can't even say that I would could speak to that. Yeah. Um, but but I I think if I if I could just say you know if I could go back and and reemphasize to you guys, man, just you know. It is what it is, you know. I think I think Elon Musk or somebody made the statement: you don't learn anything in college. Oh my! Because so you can, you can so go to you you can go to YouTube University and learn anything in the world you want to do. So okay? true. I have not learned a single thing in any class I've taken, and that's really embarrassing because I but, paid a lot of money for them. But I literally cannot tell you anything I've learned. But college is is hard because it's the time where you get to practice what it's like to be an adult. You get to practice adulting and deal like with all and deal with all the junk that that is the fun of that and the bad of that, yeah. you know. Um, and hopefully you have a good safety net of friends and people around you to help you through that journey. Yeah. I, I couldn't add anything to what you guys have said. You've given yourself the best advice already about mental health, about mm-hmm. getting getting the help you need, yeah. having a network of friends around you, um, and and just knowing. You know, one of the things that helped me the most was it being re- reinforced to me, knowing that you do have what it takes to get through this process. Oh, that's the father of wisdom. I think we all needed. I think it's so true. I think you lose sight in the chaos or the brain fog of it all, or even the cycle, whatever you want to call it. I think you lose sight of the fact that. It does end. Lena's literally drawing smiley faces on our booth because of how hot it is. It's in a here. Dutch oven in here, it's guys. It's so bad, which is why I'm trying to wrap it up. It's so hot in here. So freaking funny. Oh my gosh, Becca's. Oh, I don't know what that says, Becca, but that's really sweet of you. It's literally so hot in here, guys. But yeah, I think that brings up a great point of you do have what it takes. You know what I mean? To do this. And I think that. I think a permission I needed to give myself because I felt so much shame. I've transferred. I've, this is my third university, y'all. If you know me, any, somewhat, I am the most, like, like, like I said, girl boss, like, cast completionist. I want to, like, I was the highest achiever. So transferring universities because it wasn't the right fit felt so shameful to me. I know Zach and I have talked about that, too, with somebody else who really wanted to complete it, accelerated, all of that. But if you don't have what it takes at your current university – that's okay too and I feel like that's almost an inverse of what dad's saying and it is the same thing but you know what I mean of everything will end and that's actually really comforting of you know what if school's not the right path for you then there is another path for you you know what I mean that there are paths put in place um so yeah I think all's well that ends well oh my gosh I'm gonna start singing Taylor Swift someone take this mic for me right now I'm gonna it looks like Becca's got one last thing and then we're gonna wrap it up this is my sage wisdom as a senior who graduated a month ago. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm harping on that for a while because I haven't oh. done anything else important in life recently. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh my god, that's not true. I a new job. Um, you don't always need. If you're a senior in high school, not that any seniors in high school listen to podcasts, but if you ever do, mm-hmm. you don't need a college degree for everything, so and it's okay to wait a year or two. The, I have a college degree. I'm saying this person with it, and I'm glad I got it. But the job I currently have, I did not get because I had a college degree. 
It wasn't in the job description, wasn't even brought up in the interview. The only thing they cared about was my desire to finish the hard work. If you can find a place where you can just work hard and prove it and get a few recommendations and that isn't college, that's okay. There are so many different options. Yeah, no, that's so true. Becca, I'm going to actually looks like finish with Lena and then Harley and then Dad and I wrap it up. Um, this is not really important, but <laughs> imagine you're somebody who enjoyed college listening to this episode. <laughs> They're going to be like, what is like, their problem? You're like, that was so fun. Like, wh- how do we sound? <laughs> we must sound so it's crazy. Like, it's like, I love that for you, but that's, you've obviously never not pulled my journey. like multiple all-nighters. all-nighters. <laughs> I think something else, and we didn't. Really I don't talk think about anyone this, has ever did four years of college and graduated and enjoyed every second of it. That's true. <laughs> I was gonna say we didn't talk about this, and we don't have the time to talk about this. And this is not a condemnation on anyone. This is just a fact. None of us, and we all have very different religious views, political views, ways of life, all between the six of us here. None of us drink, party, or smoke. We don't do drugs. We don't like. We don't party. We don't go out and drink. And I'm not just saying that because my father's looking at me with a recording mic. Like, <laughs> actually, though, and like I said, that's not a combination of anyone who's chosen to do that in their college years. But we've talked, and like I said, we don't have time to go into that right now on the podcast. But I personally, you know what I mean. Of I think a lot of people that have enjoyed it have chosen to party and do a lot of different stuff. And all of us universally have not, like I said, for different reasons. Um, so I think that's funny that Lena brought that up of people who are like, uh, I liked college. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if I get into that scene, maybe we can do a part two and I can come back with all of the horror stories. Lena's like on the front lines and frat party. <laughs> I will be on the front lines for everyone for research. You're going to be our journalist in, in the in the field. Well, awesome. Dad, do you have anything else? Are we going to wrap this up? No, like, how I, long is this? It's uh, been an hour and a half. You know, we've been a little bit, but it's okay. It's been really great to have all you guys in the in the, in the, the booth and all you guys on the podcast. And it's just great to hear your experiences. I hope if you're listening to this podcast and you've stuck with us to the end, hopefully you've taken something <laughs> from it, you know. Um, even in the midst of some of the horror stories and, and negative things that we've experienced in college, mm-hmm. We still have gotten something from it, and yeah. there is some some things that are still pretty good about it, you know. Yeah. So, but I agree with I agree with everything. There are so many options today. You do not have to go to college so to true. be have a great successful life, you know. There's, yeah. And my my booth is steamed up. Yeah, I, so I don't, we're gonna. Get I'm not gonna here. say about. I'm not gonna say anything about like you know why it's all steamed up in there. Because there's literally four people who have raging opinions. (laughs) All right, everyone. If you're a loyal between X and Z listener, we love you guys. Drop us likes and comments. I'm hoping to finally get our Instagram and social medias up. So follow us there. Tag us. Send in messages. Email us. All of that's going to be here at the Any Message. But from all of our special guests to you guys, thanks so much for spending this time with us. We will see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. If you're listening to this, that means that you survived another episode of Between X and yes, Z Podcast. We are made so it. proud of you. We are proud of you. Very proud. Go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms at Between X and Z Pod. And for business inquiries, you can email us at Between X and Z Pod at gmail.com. Awesome. I love all that Between X and Z. What is Between X and Z? It's the wise of life, Dad. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.